0: Praise God! I begin a series of messages on the joy of knowing Christ this evening. But their are messages on joy, and I said to my wife and my son, you know, I'm really tired of hearing about all the negativity that is around us and in the world. Praise God! And just wanted to focus on something. I want to focus on the joy of the Lord. Amen. And so this evening, that's what we're going to talk about. The first message is a joy. Of knowing Jesus amen and Philippians the first chapter and beginning with verse 1 we'll read verse 1 through verse 6 this evening Philippians uh, 1 1 through 6 praise God uh, Paul isn't that something Paul Paul my son amen Paul praise God he says and Tim- Timotheus the servants of of Jesus Christ, to all the saints in Christ, Jesus which are at Philippi with the bishops and the deacons, grace be unto you, and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine for you, all making request with joy. For your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this very thing, he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it even unto the day of Jesus Christ. Amen. So, we see here that um, one of the persons had made this quote, said Someone said, the worst thing in life is not getting the thing that you hoped for. Someone else said, the second worst thing is life is getting what you hoped for. Why? Because when people have got it, praise God, and got what they wanted, amen, they found out it really doesn't satisfy them. They are disappointed. I remember John French from England said the most depressing time in his life when he reached his long-time life ambition, the act in front of the Queen of England. He said, I got it, I did it, and I was so disappointed and said, if this is all there is to life, I might as well take my life. He was miserable, even though he achieved his lifelong Uh, dream and what he wanted. It did not satisfy him. People are always finding this out because they are looking for joy and happiness all in the wrong places and the wrong people. We want to share a series of messages on this, praise God, on Sunday nights. How you can have joy in your soul. It is a shame that only 20% of the people say they experience joy and happiness in life. The problem is people are looking for joy in the wrong places. Some people say if I had money, amen, I would have joy. The fact is there are many people that are having a lot of money, praise God, but they are not happy. It doesn't bring happiness to their lives. In fact, the thing that proves the absolute bankruptcy, you know, of materialism is is that nations of the world that have emphasized materialism. And it has uh, caved in on them, praise God, and we see that even our banks and the banks of the world are in trouble at this time, simply because materialism does not satisfy. Uh, Fame doesn't do it. (laughs) You can look, praise God, at movie stars and uh, sports players and, and the most famous people in the world, and they still are not happy. What we think happiness is in relationships, but they, in relationships you can get hurt, amen, and let down. We use the, to buy mixed nuts, my wife and I, and my wife can tell you this. And I like to pick out the cashews out of the mixed nuts. Then we bought the cashews, and it it isn't as satisfying because it was more fun to pick out the cashews and hear my wife's response. (laughs) I found Jesus is better than cashews or nuts. People will say, if I only had this, or if I only knew so-and-so, amen, Oh, if I could only have a new car or a new house, praise God. You know, it doesn't give you happiness. You think, oh, if I had a new wife, (laughs) a new church, or a new car. You know, look, the first thing to realize that happiness is inside of you and not because of what is going on around you. You can surround yourself with things, amen, you can surround yourself with certain people, you can surround yourself with the good things of life, but that is not what puts happiness inside of your life. Augustine, the great theologian said, we are made for for God, and we will be dissatisfied until we find God and our rest in God. The ladies' home journal found that, you know, the happiest people are Christians who go to church. (laughs) Red Book magazine said that the poorest wives are movie stars, but the proven fact is that the best wives are evangelical Christian wives. Ah, Amen. So, folks, keep what you got. Amen. You cannot improve on it, praise the Lord. You know, if you have Jesus, that's, that's what it's all about. There's a paper that said the happiest people are Christians because they get their help from God and the church. Because that is the way God has made us and that we have to have one objective, and that is to worship the Lord Jesus Christ and God. We will have no satisfaction in life Amen. We will have no uh, fulfillment in life. We will have no joy until our central focus is on Jesus Christ, on God. Patrick Henry, I like this, in his last page of his will said, I wish I could leave you my religion. And what he was making reference to, the Lord Jesus Christ. Because without it, and without him, you will never be happy. Friends, that is the key. You say you go to the house of happiness and you find the, you know, you think you found the key of pleasure and that doesn't work. And you ha- try the key of possessions and that doesn't work. You try the key of power and that doesn't work. You try the key of popularity and that doesn't work. Finally, someone says, try this key over here. (laughs) You get inside and you find the door to hope, to peace, joy, and happiness. You tried these other keys and they did not work, praise God. Then you tried the other key and it worked. It doesn't take long before you realize that you have the master key. And you can go anywhere, no matter where you're at in the world, you can go anywhere and you can know the joy of the Lord. Here in Philippians, you have a book of joy. And you discover the writer, Paul has discovered the master key. Let me show you what I mean. Look at Philippians chapter 1, amen, and we just read that, praise God, in in verse 1, amen. He says here, Timotheus, the servant of Jesus Christ, to all the saints in Christ Jesus who are at Philippi with the bishops and the deacons. So he says there, in Christ, and so, amen, you have a book of joy and you discover the writer, praise God, and we look right there. That is the reason they could know joy, is because they are in Christ. Man, you cannot have joy, the real joy unless you have Jesus. Amen? Chapter 2 and verse 1, because you are united with Christ, you have encouragement from Christ. Chapter 3, verse 1, Finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. You see, it is in Him that you can Rejoice. Chapter 4, verse 1. Praise God. We want to read that. Hallelujah. Chapter 4 and verse 1. It says, Therefore, my brethren, dearly beloved, and long for, my joy and crown, so stand fast in the Lord and dearly beloved. Praise God. That was his joy. Amen. In life. It is in him that we have joy. Remember Paul wrote this book in prison. <laughs> Remember Paul was in praise God a rat infested dark dreary prison with no sanitary uh, sanitation and there was no bathroom facilities where he could take a shower. Here he was in the prison cell and he was writing, amen. Praise God, so you can be joyful in the Lord. He's teaching us how we can have the joy of the Lord. There was a farmer that lost a million dollars the first time or the first year that he farmed. And he said it was the best thing that ever happened to him. I learned it wasn't a snap. He said he felt joy over this happening. Why? Because he saw the Lord was using it, and he had the things in right perspective. It is knowing him, praise God, that you find a purpose and objectivity and perspective on life. And through that, praise God, that's what happened to him. And he come to know the joy of the Lord in the midst of that major upset or, you know, happening in his life. How can I know him? How is it possible over in Acts 16, Paul and Barnabas were in jail? Amen. They were singing and they were praising Lord like we know. I don't know why it was at midnight. (laughs) Praise God. First, it was in their heart. They were singing from their heart and worshiping the Lord in their spirit, praise God, to the Lord. Second, perhaps every, perhaps everybody got saved in the place, amen? Because, uh, why, why do you think that? Because there was an earthquake and they, praise God, were set free and none of them left their prison cells. They all stayed in there and the Philippian jailer was about to commit suicide and Paul said and cried out, you know, do thyself no harm. We're all here. (laughs) And there was not a one of them that ran. They must have gotten saved. They must have been touched by the living God through that. And then the man said, what must I do to be saved? And Paul said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved and thy household. If you will believe, amen, or have believed on the Lord Jesus Christ, amen, you're saved. You will be saved. God will touch, amen, when you're saved and you accept Jesus, God will touch your whole house, your friends. It is in knowing Him, praise God. It is not in a church attendant. It's not in growing up in a Christian family. You can grow up in a Christian home and be just as lost as a ball in a tail in weeds unless you personally come and to know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. It is knowing Him. Amen. That's where joy comes. I'm not talking easy believing <laughs> I'm talking about committing your life totally to Him. I'm not talking about a fire insurance, so it is only when you know that you need God and need Jesus in your life. You know, when you get saved, he takes that out of your life and out of your heart, praise God, and hell is not a part of your future. And puts joy, amen, and happiness in you. Joy and happiness is being forgiven by the grace of God. It is being filled by God's power. It is being favored by God's presence. Amen. His walking with us and knowing him, praise God, that he my, he's my friend, praise God, that gives me happiness. Misery is being in debt. And you can't pay it off. But he said in Romans for seven, blessed are they whose iniquities are forgiven, and whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man who has sinned, that the Lord will never count against him. Happy is the man that the Lord will never count their sins against them. We have all, amen, have committed sins. We are in debt to God. Amen. Suppose you owed $5 million, and yesterday you got a thing in the mail and said that uh, you have to be in court on Tuesday and uh, in the morning, and you have to declare bankruptcy. You're going to go, and you're going to lose everything you got. You're going to lose everything. And you are moping around and say, what is the answer? And you are discouraged, and you're down, and you know, and I don't know about you, but when I got saved, I was kind of down on myself. Amen? You cannot sleep, and in, the, in, in tomorrow's mail, you get a letter. And you open that up, praise God, and it, and it is uh, from your creditor. And your creditor says, in big, amen, purple letters across the letter, it is stamped, paid, in full. Amen? You talk about joy. Amen? That debt is paid. Amen? Folks, that is joy. You are forgiven. Amen? You and I are forgiven. Amen? You would run into the house and show that, praise God, to your wife or friends or someone else. Look at this. Look what has happened. Amen? The joy of being forgiven. I can remember when I was forgiven and how I wanted to share that with others. You and I had a debt. And there, that there was uh, no way on earth that you and I could, can, could pay the debt of our sin. But Jesus hung on the cross. And he said, it is finished. It is over. Your sins have been canceled out. Amen. By his precious blood. It is finished. After that, God doesn't see it. Mm-hmm. Amen. The Bible tells he blots out iniquity and doesn't remember them anymore. He doesn't see it. Amen. Other people do not see it. Amen. Praise God. You don't see it. Amen. And so that is something, praise God, when God has done that in our lives, that's something to shout about. That's something to have joy about. You see, coming to church, praise God, because we know Jesus Christ as our Savior, we should come to church with joy unspeakable and full of glory. I can remember when I was a... Sally and I were young and both her church in Illinois and my church in Maine. But I can remember as a teenager going to church, praise God, and there was all these people here, and old people, young people, middle-aged, a lot of teenagers there, praise God. And we would sing joy unspeakable and full of glory. We would sing the hymns of the church, praise God. We would sing choruses and everything, hallelujah, and uh, how we could shout. I, I can remember... And this is what I like, not when it's forced, amen. Not when man—it's a man-made response to God. But I tell you what, you could, should have been in our, my home church or her church too, amen. But I, I'm talking my church now, amen. Be in my home church. You know, today they wouldn't think anything about it, singing the hymns of the church, amen. And when the, they would sing the hymns of the church, all of a sudden there would be a response. The Holy Ghost would come upon us and there would be such joy and, 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 and people would stand and they'd praise the Lord and, and worship God. Amen. You see, it's inside of you. If you have a problem in worship, it's inside of you. You know? You're, you know, you, you, you're the one... To get into the presence of God. Amen. You're the one that has that joy in, inside of you. <coughs> Praise God. But what a thing is, that's what the joy is all about. That we can shout, and, Amen, that because we have been forgiven and we've had righteousness put to our account, just like, Amen, Abraham by faith had righteousness put to his account. Amen. Thank God at the song that we used to sing in church. The old account was settled long ago. Amen. The record's clear today. He washed my sins away. The old account was settled long ago on the cross of Calvary. Amen. Hallelujah. You remember that, don't you? Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. There was... uh, Man, a little church, Lutheran church in uh, Germany. And uh, the caretaker had a master key, amen. And a man knocked at the door. The caretaker cracked the door and the soldier... Standing there said, sir, I have heard about your church. I've heard about your, your pipe organs and everything. Would it be possible that I could come in and play the organ for one hour? Oh, he said, nobody can play the organ other than the official organist. Sir, I have 24 hours Pass, and I have walked many miles just to get here just to play the organ for a few minutes. The caretaker said, no, I can't let you. The soldier said, I am going to be shipped out next week, and I'm going to be on the front lines to the heaviest of fighting that's going on. It may well be this is my last chance to play the organ. Could I play it just for one hour? The caretaker led him. He gave him the key, the master key to it. And he sat and he watched and listened. And he said the organ vibrated in such a way that he could hear the sound of angels, that he could hear that wonderful, beautiful music. And he was overcome with tears and weeping. As his, he was playing, he pulled the cover down. He gave the key back to the caretaker who was in tears. The caretaker, with tears, asked him his name. He said, my name is Felix. The caretaker said, are you Felix Mimelson? The organist said, yes, I am Felix Mimelson, the great organist. The caretaker (coughs) threw up his hands and said, I can't believe the master was here. And I almost didn't give him the key. The master is here. Amen. In our midst this evening. Amen. And the question is, will we give him the key? to our hearts, and, I, and we are saved tonight, and we love the Lord, and we've given our hearts to Jesus, but there is a master key for joy, and even if we're saved, and we know Jesus, maybe tonight, praise God, we need to have him and give him The master key to our hearts so that we can have that life, so that we can have the peace, so that we can have, praise God, the hope and the joy, praise God, of the Lord the rest of our lives. You see, being a Christian is always going further, going upper, higher and deeper in Jesus. It's all going further in the Lord. And tonight, you know, uh, God might be saying to us, praise the Lord, uh, things that are around you, things that are happening in your, in your life and, and your perspective and focusing on it, things that you're caught up in everything. And, and, and Jesus might be saying to you and I tonight, praise God, uh, hey amen, you want to have the joy. Hey amen, you want to have that joy unspeakable and full of glory. And Jesus is saying, Amen. Give him the master key to your heart and to your life. Amen. That your focus, your perspective, your life is centered in Jesus Christ so that you can have joy. Why am I preaching this message and why I'm going to preach a series on joy? Because I think the church needs joy. I think that we need, amen, to, to have the joy of the Lord and and, 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 the, and the joy in His presence, praise God. There's a lot of other things that are being preached and everything else, and that's fine. Praise God. But we're going to be focusing on the joy. And the first message is the joy comes from knowing Jesus Christ as our Savior, giving our hearts and lives to Jesus, but also, amen, again, Praise the Lord, giving him the master key to our lives and our love for him, praise God, that we would not, not be like the Ephesian church in, in Revelations, praise God, that we lose that first love, praise God, but we would still have that love for Jesus and a heart for him and, and love him, praise God, so that we can, amen, have the, the joy of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. God wants us to have that joy. Amen. He wants us to, to know that joy, praise God. And so, Jesus, amen, you have it. You have the master key to my heart, amen, because I don't want life as usual. I don't want to be in the trailer with Sally or in church or, or at the grocery store or anybody place else, praise God. I want more joy in my life, and I want to open up my heart, praise God, to the Lord, amen, so that He can give me that joy, amen, or more joy, I should say, in Him and, and in knowing Him. The, the greatest thing that ever happened in my life, the greatest joy, amen, we had, just like the, the uh, tongues interpretation this morning, going back, praise God, to what Jesus had done for us on the cross and remembering what Christ had done for us and everything. You know, the greatest joy is is reminding myself the joy that I felt when I knelt down and cried and wept and repented of my sins. And that's Jesus in my life. Praise God. That, that, that moment, amen, I captured, praise God, that joy. And sometimes I want to go back to the recesses of my mind and recapture, amen, hallelujah, what I experienced, praise God. I wanted everybody to know, amen. Everybody ought to know, amen, we went to church. Everybody ought to know that Je- Jesus lives. Yes, everybody ought to know. <laughs> Praise God, one of those senior moments again. My wife could probably help me, but uh, joy, amen. Joy, 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 in my heart is ringing. Joy, joy, joy. Jesus keeps me singing, singing of His mighty love for me, telling how He died to set me free, filling all my heart with melody, sing joy, 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 joy. In my heart is ringing, joy, joy, joy. Jesus keeps me singing, singing of His mighty love for me, telling how He died for set me free, filling all my heart with melody, singing joy, joy, joy. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Lord, thank you, Jesus. It is that Paul found joy in knowing you. Amen. And there's joy in the camp. Amen. Joy in knowing one another. The joy of belonging to the body of Christ. There's nothing better than to know you and praise God and to know your love and your power. We thank you Jesus, praise God. And we thank you, Lord, that you, amen, we're giving the master key tonight. Praise God, we step aside. We step aside from all that's going on in our life, all that surrounds our life. Amen. and we step into your glory, step into the presence of God. Step into your joy right now, praise God. hallelujah, and have that joy manifest in us because we know you, and have as our personal saviors. We just love you, Jesus. Amen. We thank you, God, for your goodness and your love. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Shall we stand tonight? Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. <clears throat> thank you, Lord. Rita, would you close in prayer? Thank oh, you, Lord, Jesus. Thank you so much be here for presence. Yeah.